All right, guys, welcome back to the podcast. This is going to be a great one. We have Yusuf, also known as FouseyTube. That's where we grew up kind of knowing uh, knowing you, getting to know you. Yes, sir. And we're talking about this before the episode. I feel like there's a lot of like our fans who might be younger who didn't grow up in that age of like what I call golden YouTube. Uh-huh. Like That's like the golden era. The golden era, yeah. right? And maybe there's going to be a golden era that comes up soon, but that was the golden era. And so I think a lot of people now know you from what you've been doing in the fight game, the boxing matches, but we knew you when you were like... Like it was the pranks, it was pranks, the, pranks. It was the vlogs, it was yeah. the family account. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I followed all of that. Um, yeah, man, welcome to the show. Thanks Thank for you, coming I appreciate on. that. Um, that's crazy to me, by the way, because there was somebody who I forgot who it was, where it was. I think somebody had come up to me, mm-hmm. and what they had known me from was the boxing stuff, right? Yeah. And I was like, "You're kidding me." They're mm-hmm. like, no, like we see your boxing, like, you know, you're well, getting your, punched. <laughs> we see your new channel. Like we see your channel thinking like that new, new 100th channel that I've had is my new channel mm-hmm. onto yeah. YouTube. And I'm like, wow, there's literally a new generation out right now yeah. that doesn't know about the heydays yeah. that like this is this is what this is what yeah. they know. Because you've it's been crazy. doing it. You've been doing it for like 12, 12 years, 15 years. Um, YouTube for a long time. But. On my like Fusi brand, 2011. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So that's like so that's right. That's like right when we were in. By the way, yeah. this like, is the first podcast I've ever done without a hat. Okay. Oh, oh really? yeah. It's probably the first YouTube video. I've ever done <laughs> really? Hey, oh, actually, because well, yeah. there's a photo of you on Google without a hat on, but that was the fr- like when I was like you know like doing research today, I was like, oh, I've never seen him without a hat uh-huh. on before. Was but, I when was, was I in a bathtub in that picture and there was a picture? <laughs> of an egg next I know. I think it was just like it, it was just like you had like a full beard. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I think, think I, I think, I, I think I he was trying to promote his OnlyFans right there <laughs> <laughs> in the bathtub. I don't Google myself anymore. No, yeah. no. When when did that stop? Yeah. Oh, a long time ago. Yeah. It, but and it's it, kind of cool. Like right when you no, are you like popping. Th- no. Oh, it's not no, cool. It's not cool. Because <laughs> um, if I googled myself and I saw myself, I'd be like, oh, that's sick. No, yeah. no, 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 no. Because it's like. I would end up hating myself based on what a Google search is. <laughs> I, I see what you mean. So, like, any girl that I date, one of the first things that I ask her respectively is, hey, do me a favor. Get to know me by the interactions that we have together, how uh-huh. I treat you, who I am in private, offline. Uh-huh. Please don't Google me and learn about me on what you see online because, like... Yeah. She's watching, like, the old, like, yoga pants videos. And stuff. <laughs> that, that's fine. <laughs> yeah, 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 those that's are good. That's fine. Are, those are good. But I'm talking about when you do a... She's like, Fuzzy's got a fatty. <laughs> No, <laughs> yeah. no, you don't want to see no. like the articles by like all these random, like, yeah, you know, yeah. okay, yeah. reporters. Yeah, uh, okay, I get what you mean. Um, I, I don't even. So where where to start it off? I want to ask you this question real quick, and we can get into the boxing later on. Um, you. So we met briefly. I'm like it was so quick mm-hmm. at the Bryce Hall boxing event. Mm-hmm. Um, at the actual arena. What's, do you know th- what's going on right now with that? Are people get, are they getting That's paid? That's cool that you call it the Bryce Hall boxing event, yeah. considering right, okay. Austin McBroom. Did the event? Well, yeah. Won against Bryce and everything. Mm-hmm. I'm just, there's, no, I'm not saying anything by this. I'm just yeah. saying it's cool that you referred to it as the Bryce Hall event. Yeah. I just feel like he did so more Bryce, promotion for it. Oh, he did. He yeah, went yeah. ham on his promotional yeah. end. Yeah. And he's more relevant to to that to the audience of like, more like us, right? Not like. less so of like the adults and the families that are watching Ace Family. Mm-hmm. Um, he has more relevancy in our our space than Ace uh, Austin does. And to answer your question, um, I know everything about that. Okay. Every single minute detail about that Jeez. from both ends, from LiveX Live and from Austin. Yeah. I know which boxers have been paid. I know which haven't. Um, I know it all. There's not a lot I could say. There's promises that I have made to like certain individuals, right. like, and I'm just gonna keep that. But 
Um, we'll see. We'll see where that goes. It's an interesting thing because you have big lawsuits happening. Mm-hmm. Big ones. Is anybody going to get paid? Don't know. So mm-hmm. here's what I know from my well, You know, you don't have to confirm or deny, but like mm-hmm. I, I heard the, the British guys, they weren't going to fly over unless they get paid up front. Mm-hmm. That was something. So, you know, that's uh, Deji, Deji and yeah. then Anisan Gibb. Uh-huh. Um, and then... But then Taylor Holder, from what I heard from like a source, he sold a very limited amount of pay per view. Like really, like it's not even funny. We're talking like, like twenty, like yeah. to thirty. That's what I was hearing from people close to him. So it's hard then to like take seriously a lawsuit for millions of dollars when your conversion wasn't happening at the same time. So there's all these like different sides to each argument. Ah, uh, see, I could argue that <laughs> yeah. because his contract was never based on how many pay per views okay, you're gonna sell. His contract was to get in that ring and fight. Right. Mm-hmm. And he did that. So mm-hmm. contractually, he should get paid. Okay. True, true. So it, it didn't matter. Like if I do a brand deal and the brand pays me X amount of dollars and I do a shitty conversion. Yeah. They can't be like, oh, we're not going to pay you. True. Your conversion rate suck. It's unless, like, unless they said. Unless contract, they yeah, said, right? yeah. And I don't accept those deals. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like there was this one. They were like. We're going to pay you this X up front, but if your story gets 300,000 views on our post, we're going to give you an additional this. Yeah. I said, fuck you and your additional <laughs> views. I'm not going to hit that, but I'll take the upfront money. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you get paid for what you're asked to do. And Taylor did that. Okay. So I get what you mean. If well, we're going to be in a lawyer setting, he yeah. should get paid. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. Uh, what was your role in that? Because I thought you were just commentating, but you said, you know all the detail, right? Was it deeper than that? What was it? <laughs> <laughs> I, I I I I'll be honest. I I was not reached out to be a part of that event by any means. Yeah. Um from the beginning. Uh how did it start? So one day I go to one of my boys' house and then I see Stromedy chilling outside of a car. Mm-hmm. Never met the kid in my life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the day before I think I had replied to a DM from Bryce and I was like, yo, if I ever see this kid, I'm going to slap him or something. (laughs) I saw him. Yeah. I gave him a hug. I was (laughs) like, yo, you're dope. And then that, that same day, I invited him to my podcast I was doing at the time, Mm -hmm. convinced him to do the match against Bryce. Right. Oh, okay. That okay. Yeah. convinced him to do that. Yeah. Wow, okay. Literally, he had said he wasn't going to do it. I go home. Three hours later, he calls. He goes, it's on. It's on. <laughs> so I'm like, all right. So I take a camera with me, record that, and that caused a, yeah. like an explosion. Right. So I'm like, okay, that was cool. And then they did the first like uh, social influencer like tryouts mm-hmm. at 10 Goose Boxing Gym. Yeah, you went to that, right, Burke? Yeah, it was cool okay. as fuck. So I asked if I could go. I brought my camera. I recorded it. Mm-hmm. And then it, that started happening more and more. I just started recording stuff, recording stuff, recording stuff. So what I ended up doing, see, I'm a person like uh, you can call me an opportunist. You can call me uh, you can call me whatever, whatever it will, like whatever's going to put the food on my table at the end of the day and whatever I'm going to do to do what I need to do, I'm going to do. Mm-hmm. So I just started like. Yo, Bryce Taylor, can I interview you? Yo, Face Jarvis, can I interview you? Yo, this on my own accord. Yeah. So then, Social Gloves at the time and LiveX Live caught wind of it, and they were like, "Yo, he's doing a lot." So when I showed up to that first press conference mm-hmm. where Bryce and Austin pushed each other, I wasn't even supposed to be hosting that one. I showed up. Keemstar was the host because he got hired on early. Yeah. yeah. I had done so much promotion and done so much like. In my vlog, it makes it look like I showed up and Keem allowed me to be on. But no, nah, right. they like I showed up, talked to Keem. The team came up to me. And they were like, yo, Keem didn't want to do the ad read. So they were like, <laughs> you go up there and do it. You yeah, know, yeah, for yeah. him. I said, 
fuck that. Yeah. I went up there and ended up hosting the whole thing. So then that happened. Got a call right away from the guys at uh, Live X Live and Social Gloves. Yo, you're hired. We need you for the main event. Yada, yada, yada. So I finally got a contract um, to be a part of the yeah, event. Yeah, to be part of it. was really happy. Contracts are nice. Until I saw how much they were trying to pay me. Whoa. Um, was it too low? Um, I'm not a person like I'm not going to sit here and complain about money, but I'm a person who you, you, you always got to know what your worth is, whether mm. it's in a relationship, a friendship, uh, a business setting, whatever it is, you got to know your worth. What they were trying to throw at me was literally like wow. if, if like right now I got a big loogie and spit in your face. <laughs> yeah. OK. And the reason smart. they did that and I heard after the fact, I'm not going to get into the ins and outs. I know the specific person who said. Yo, Fushi's already doing all the promotion for free. Why should we pay him? Uh, uh, so I said, ah, that's what you're going to try to do. Mm -hmm. So I can't say who, but somebody from Jake Paul's team, his boxing team, who's very respected in the industry, actually called them and said, straight up said, yo, what the fuck are you doing to my boy? Yeah. Like, that's disrespectful. disrespectful. Yeah. Like, you don't, you can't do that to a veteran in the game. Mm -hmm. So then... At first, I got a text immediately, not going to say the name from who, and they were like, yo, heard it didn't work out. Sorry. Maybe next time. Sorry, you're not a part of history. What? Sorry, you're not a part of history? Swear wow. to God. Swear to God. My heart was shattered for 24 hours because everything I had been doing for the last couple of months was to yeah. get me that opportunity yeah. at the event. Right. And they just so then fucked you over. A day later, I get a call from the guy on yeah. Jake's team, and he's like, yo, they came back. It's not much more, but it's at least going to cover yours and your team's expenses to get out there. Okay. Like the Gucci yeah. jacket that I ended up buying because when I got out there, they were like, we want you to look good for your role was like <laughs> more than, you know, what yeah. well, you're yeah. getting paid. That's yeah. That's so funny. I ended up just, I, I, I got there. Um, they gave me a huge role, like a Bruce Buffer role. Like right. I was announcing the fights. Mm -hmm. I got to interview people like Jason Derulo and the fighters mm -hmm. and that like right after that, it just the shift that I did in my career, which is all I wanted it to do. It was never for the money. Mm -hmm. And when I said no, it wasn't because the money was too low. It was just because it's the matter of your worth and mm -hmm. respect. It's principle. It's principle. Mm -hmm. That's why I said no. But I knew what it was going to do for my career far exceeded the dollars it was going to put into my bank account. Right. And right. it was great. Yeah. You talk about like the people labeling as opportunistic. That's being a content creator. You understand like where the where the interest is going you're hopping on that becoming yeah. a part of that uh, like when boxing first started when diss tracks first started you can't really call the people that are doing diss tracks and like working with people to do it opportunistic like opportunistic instead it's this is what people want to see i'm gonna mm. be part of it and you just it's like hopping on the trend it's like it. hopping yeah. on like what people are interested at the time we want to do that we were trying because we yeah. knew that the interest was there yeah, yeah i could get in a long conversation about that and just the what the audience says versus what we as creators do mm -hmm. the audience pick and chooses who they pick on like X YouTuber can do something like let's say a Steve will do it right. can do something and he could get praised for it on my channel I could do that same thing but I could get cussed out for, for it sure. yeah it's like it's like so, Charlie it's like Charlie D'Amelio right now she just gets hate about literally everything like like Bryce Hall had does all this other stuff like talking shit to whoever and if Charlie does it Charlie's fucking but isn't it about like who people view you as a person? If you put yourself out as like this really true, like, true. Correct, like Steve will do it type, he can do what he does within very the true. context of that. Very yeah, true, yeah, very, very true, true, very true, very true. And ah, uh, see, this is a long conversation because yeah. then it goes down to my roots, what I started as, what yeah. I changed into, my ups and downs. I have a book that comes out. This yeah, year I heard that about talks that. Talks about it. 
Um, this month actually, fuck my life. What's it called? Um, fuck my life. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> not happy about it. Not happy about it. Um, not happy about it. No. Why? No. It's Wait, called. It's called warning. This is not a motivational story. And if I were to ask you, write down every secret of your life right now, mm-hmm. and I'm gonna publish it to the world. Mm-hmm. You're not gonna get paid for it. You're just gonna do it. Oh what? Whoa. I signed a really, 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 really shitty contract. Yeah. Because at the time that I decided to do the book, um. It was quarantine 2020, I think. Okay. I had already been writing, but it was actually going to be the final thing I did in my career. It was my farewell, like my bit ado, like yeah. here it is. Mm-hmm. Here's here's everything you've wanted to know. Here's what my addiction is. Here's what this is. Here's my sad story. Here's my life. So I did that, but then not knowing that, and you, you never know where life is going to take you, and I'm in a much different spot now than I was last year. But the problem with it, I was doing the audio version of my book where I was reading it. And as a person, you know the struggles you go through, through whatever you go through in life. Yeah. The book just didn't, it just doesn't hit for me. I feel like yeah. I needed another year with it to really give it the details. Yeah. But the publisher's like, you need the draft over uh, now. You need this now, yeah. right? There's a, there's actually in the, fir- the first people who ordered it who are going to get the first copies, there are like three grammatical errors and spelling errors. But they had to cut my deadline so short, I didn't even have a time to fix that. That's Damn. so weird they so would make you do that. At, at the beginning of COVID, because you said you aren't profiting at all from the book. What was like the deal? Like, why was that your choice so, at, at that time? Um, was it just kind of like to like just kind of... Uh, beginning of 2020, I had... So 2019, <laughs> I ended 2019. That was my first coming back to YouTube after the downfall I had in, I think, 2018. And I had done a charity boxing match. Mm -hmm. I had done like four episodes of YouTube Cribs, which all did great. Okay. And then I decided my nose was broken. I needed two surgeries from the charity match to take a break. Mm -hmm. COVID started. I was in a really dark place. My skin wasn't right. Everything was wrong. I I went to my parents' house in San Diego and was staying with them. Thought I was done with social media. Tried to open up three drop shipping businesses. Like I was trying to change. You my actually life moved around. on from social yeah, media. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was trying to. Yeah. I was like, shit. If I can find another avenue to just put money in my pot, not. And I'm not talking about money to go out and buy a Ferrari. Yeah. Money so I can live, so I can yeah, yeah. get married, start a yeah. family. I was like, whatever it takes, you know, whatever it takes. Like, um. Wow. So the book was kind of like this is gonna be my just farewell and. This is the stupidest thing I'm ever going to say in my entire life. And I hope everybody listening to this never does it. I signed a contract without letting a lawyer look at it. Oh, jeez. Really? Yeah. I received the contract from my manager at the time. She said it was good. I just pre- opened up DocuSign and signed it. It wasn't eight months. It was eight months into writing of the book when I'm realizing like, holy shit, I'm talking about so much of my life. Like people mm-hmm. are going to look at me differently forever after this book. And then I started asking the questions you know right. how much percentage am i getting from this like why am i doing this that and it was far, it was far too late far like, too late yeah i can't do anything i canceled the tour i was supposed yeah. to have a tour wow, next month like i canceled sa- it like for the book right for the book i canceled it completely and it was going to be dope because i was going to have so me and roman atwood did a tour together um in 2016 and 17 that was huge huge massive. oh my god that was massive and on the book tour roman was actually going to be the moderator 
Okay. So it was going to be the first time we shared the stage together in years and fear, anxiety and everything. And just me not being in love with the book got me to just cancel it. Yeah. Fuck it. Because if you're not going to, if you don't have the real incentive to do it and maybe it's not just about money, but if you're not in that place right now, there's no reason for you to go out and promote it for no reason. Yeah. And if, if it was like, if it was like a, a, a book, like here's a story of Jack and the Peacocks. Right. Then. Okay. This book this is about, about you. Yeah. Like literally, like literally, it, it talks about like childhood trauma, yeah. like shit that people do not talk about in their lives. Like yeah. I put it all out there. Wow. Well, so, because well, because uh, Mike Mike Malak, he he did a book, you know, like a life book, uh-huh. and um, you know, he was really promoting it. He was very excited about mm-hmm. it, and uh, you know, obviously, I really don't get that same um, same like vibe from you about it. So uh, yeah, I mean, it's just a really shitty situation. Yeah, it's about the time. Um, well, he also self published. Okay. Um. So that's a huge win in itself, right there, because he's getting those massive sales with self-publishing. Mm-hmm. He's golden. Yeah. Um. Not only that. Um. His book was great. Uh. Yeah. Like it, it was thorough in the parts that it needed to be. If I had another year with mine, I could have made it thorough. Yeah. It's just I feel like it needs more. It's just like it's like a blueprint, like whatever you want to call it, like just cliff notes, but not the entire breakfast, mm. lunch, and dinner. Do you want people to read it? Fuck, I don't even know. Um, there's nothing like yeah. the people that pre-ordered are going to read it regardless. Mm-hmm. What I want, like if you could ask me, what do you want from this book? I want people who don't know me, mm-hmm. like don't know me from social media, like not my fans. or That's not who I want to buy the book. I want an everyday average person who struggles through anxiety, depression, uh, bipolar, suicidal ideations, addiction. I want them to walk into the bookstore, see that, pick it up, resonate with the book and enjoy it rather than people who know me read it and think like, oh, I'm going to know everything about him by reading this. Right. Like, do I want my mom to read it? Fuck no. I actually (laughs) asked her many times not to. Yeah. But it's a mom. She's going to read it. But I would like, I wish my mom was never going to read this book. I Mm -hmm. wish my dad was never going to read this book. My brothers, Mm -hmm. my one of my, my sister and one of my brothers read it. They read it. Yeah. What did they have? Did they tell you like what they thought about it? Yeah. Did they, what did they? I mean, they. My they, brother liked it. He cried. He yeah. really enjoyed it. Um, the person who proofread the book from the publishing sent a note on the side and just said, "Tell Yusuf I felt like he was reading this to me, and it was one of the best reads that I've had." My sister liked it. Um, she said she there was like a there was a story that she wanted me to take out that was way too deep, yeah. uh, and I took that out. Um, but still, I'm not. Yeah. But I'm also probably the hardest person on themselves you'll ever meet in your entire life. Mm -hmm. Biggest critic ever. Biggest hater. Damn. Like, I have haters, but it's because I attract them because I'm my own biggest hater. So, like... You only had a year to write, like, a life story, right? Yeah. Mm. That's, like... That's fucking hard. Nearly impossible. Yeah. Yeah. Because as you're writing and you're going through different things in life, you, you know, you're just... It wasn't until it was actually submit and done that I finally was decompressing, that all the stories I wanted to tell started coming into my mind. Yeah, that right. I had totally blocked out and blacked out. I so, get that. Yeah. Damn. You talk about being like your own like worst critic, right? Yeah. It, was it, like you talk about that break that you took. You took a year break, came back with the Cribs <laughs> videos. You took a seven-month break like way before that. Mm. Like, And a lot of those, the catalyst for that was these major events where you were getting so massive and you would do these events that would bring a lot of criticism from like the PewDiePie's, Ace3, Ace3. Mm. Were those hard times to go through and was it hard to consume those videos and see them all the time? Because they were huge and they also shifted the entire space that you're working in. Hell yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm... 
it's a blessing that I'm sitting here in this chair right now. Mm-hmm. Like I wanted to take my life so many times i write about it in the book when i smashed my head through a window when i was at my breaking point when i was in bali like i was done like like so fuck man there's so much we could talk about but that the the events that you're talking about that was one event okay and i think one that um till this day people bring it up and it really bothers me because when you really break down what i did and what happened with that event, and you compare it now to the YouTubers who are getting exposed for crypto scams, right? Yeah. Or you compare it to the ki- the the creators getting charged with pedophilia and mm-hmm. sexting underage kids and all that, and they're walking away with a bad boy. That's yeah. it. That's bad boy. All we get. So you're, we're gonna be mad at you for these two weeks, but in two weeks when you post again, you're good. You're getting eight hundred thousand. And everyone's likes. like, "Why the fuck did you not bring Drake? Fuck you!" Like, yeah, like that's, really? That, that's the most interesting bad. thing to me is that getting canceled as of right now is actually blowing up people's careers almost more yeah. than what they had. Yeah, a hundred percent. And it's for things that are actually not okay. Like, like fucked up. Actually shit. not okay. Like yeah. it's it's like, like it's like not jail um, time shit. Mm-hmm. Like it's fucked. Yeah, mm-hmm. like multi million dollar scams uh yeah. full-on elite like illegal activity mm-hmm. yeah. um mm-hmm. and not just something that might be more of like an internet yeah. uh like fuck up like you yeah. know like, some, like something i've always that, i've always wanted to sit down with one of those people like one of those haters literally invite them over mm-hmm. even a line of them and i'll sit in a room and have them come in and tell me like tell me what your grievance is with me because mm-hmm. a lot of the times when i read comments like he lied and told everybody drake was coming <laughs> and he never <laughs> met drake <laughs> yeah Bitch, that was huge. Did I borrow a single dollar to put on that event? No, not a single investor. So it's not a social gloves fuck up. Every dollar was out of my own pocket. I lost millions that day. That's out of my pocket. Never borrowed a dollar. The the 5,000 tickets that were sold for that event, Mm -hmm. they were free. I gave them out for free. People were getting a free show. The live stream people were watching before it got canceled, that shit was free. So who the fuck did I hurt? You know, and it's funny because there's actually a huge conclusion to that whole Drake story, which I found out after I got done writing the book, Mm -hmm. which is actually absolutely mind blowing, like numb, like it made me numb and crazy. But yeah, at the end of the day, like that, like really, that's what you're mad at. Yeah, that's what you're mad at. But that person who just told you to invest, invest your last one thousand dollars into dashy toys, dot com. (laughs) Save who just kids. made you lose all your money, but they gained a hundred and five hundred thousand dollars from it. You ain't mad at. Yeah. You ain't mad at because they got a good reputation in the, you know, in the YouTube world. The, you know, you're told that they're good, mm-hmm. but you're mad at that. Right. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. The time I grew up, like when Keemstar used to me and Keemstar are business partners now. Yeah. Yeah. Which is ridiculous. crazy. Crazy. Given like what happened at that event. Yeah. yeah. For the audience doesn't know, it was basically like a massive kind of fan meetup. You talked about like. Not a fan meetup. Well, it was like a show, right? At the at the Griffith Observatory, not the Griffith. The it, it was, was going it? to be the next Coachella, mm-hmm. um, literally. It was, and I, I've I've even talked to people recently and told them what like big business people and told them mm. what the idea was, and they're like, "That's fucking genius." Hate dies, love survives, right? Love yeah. arrives. That title, fuck it. But mm-hmm. I'm not gonna say what the actual event was going to be because who knows what the future has in store. Mm-hmm. But it was a giant concert for free. Mm-hmm. They were going to get to see so many artists for free, literally for free, like literally for nothing. But what I was trying to say is back then on Keemstar, like the first time I got exposed for fake pranks. Yeah. 
That yeah, that, that, that was huge. That, Ace three was a huge had thing the about magnitude that. to literally give me more hate, death threats, like yeah. unsubscribe, like just more negative energy than people today get for the real crimes. For for fake pranks. Yeah. For fake pranks. Right. And and mind you, fa- what 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 entails a fake prank? Hey, I'm gonna what okay, actually I'll just say this. Every single thing you see on TikTok with every single relationship, every single best friend couple, every single mom and dad, every single thing, your whole TikTok feed, the fake shit on TikTok these days, back then that I did, which was giving people humor and laughter, it's acceptable today, but back then it was new to cancel people. So even the minute things could get you canceled. So fake pranks, holy Yeah, it was huge. God forbid I tell you how to react when I throw this ice tea in yeah. your yeah. face. Yeah. But it was, it, the prank genre was the biggest thing on YouTube. Biggest I think thing. a lot of people also at the same time, because it was so big, so when people were like, slap in the face because it's all fake, mm-hmm. it, now it's more individual. That, you were like the king of the biggest thing on YouTube. Yeah, at that yeah. Point. It, there, there was, I was part of the top three, but the funniest thing about that is, and I'm not going to drop any names here or say anything, when I took the fall, because I had reached my breaking point. I, I wish I could change so many things. But I remember I was sitting in my penthouse in 1600 Vine, two doors down from Logan Paul, who was still new to YouTube. It was before he even did his colorblind video that <laughs> skyrocketed <laughs> yeah, in. Yeah, yeah. And I finally just sat down and did a 45-minute video saying, yeah, my pranks are fake. But I did that in the vein of getting everybody to understand all the pranks you're watching are fake. Mm-hmm. But that's not what happened. Mm-hmm. It was everybody's pranks are real. But Fousey's pranks are fake because he admitted it. Yeah. And everybody else who did the fake pranks, who taught me how to fake pranks, were like, oh, that's not us. That's him. So I just uh, sat there like, holy shit. Wow. I just shot myself in the foot. Yeah. It well, was the biggest story. H3 had that guy. He had one of the guys that was in your acting in your video to come on. And that was a massive interview. No one would give a H3 shit now. did it? Was it? It was H3. Danny Duncan. Oh shit, Danny Duncan yeah, interviewed the Danny guy. Duncan. That's what it was. My bad, my bad. Yeah. Danny Duncan had an actor come. Danny Duncan Imagine talked it. about that. It was Imagine so weird. It. Oh, me and him have a. I can't talk about it. Well, he that. also pranked you at VidCon. I remember that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. No, but there's a long story with me and Danny, but I can't talk about it now. He won't <laughs> let me. But imagine this. All right. Um, nowadays, if somebody's getting exposed, like. Let's say H3 is covering a sexual assault case right. or something. Yeah. He brings the girl on to interview for her to tell her side of the story, right? Mm-hmm. And that's a real conversation. Yeah, That's, that's like a real interview. Shit. Now, take it back to the day Danny Duncan exposed me. Yeah, He had a guy next to him to say, wait, you're telling me he paid you $30 <laughs> to <laughs> act as if you he jumped in your car thinking it was an Uber? Yeah. What? Yeah. It it is it is what? dramatically uncomparable. What? Yeah. Well, and like the thing that I that I've been seeing on TikTok recently is um you know like the guys that like throw rice on people in like the grocery store and then like act like what happened. There has been some videos where they're taking like broomsticks almost and it's oh, I mean they're yeah. like sexually Fuck. assaulting people by like putting it like in, in their like legs. in their like in between their legs. Uh-huh. So it's either fake and it's really fucked up or it's Real, real, real. where society has become tone deaf, or yeah. they just that person's not big enough to care about. But like yeah. the thing is, like people will still comment but on those videos. Like Fifty million views. People will comment on, yeah, like they'll comment on the video saying, like, "Oh, great content, man. Uh, yo, this is so funny. Ha ha ha. You got her. It's like, nope, that's not how life works. You took a broomstick on the butt. You took like, a broomstick in between. It, yeah. Regardless of whatever, you know, you have a 
agreement beforehand. Hey, can I pay you $30 to stick this broomstick in your ass? Or you just do it. Yeah. It's fucked up. Really fucked. fucked up regardless. And that's not anywhere remotely yeah. comparable to the Lopez brothers, what they were doing at the same time, too. It's yeah. all those all individual people who are doing things that most of the internet says, yeah, that is very illegal and not okay. Mm-hmm. But they forget about it after a couple of weeks. And that wasn't the case back then when I remember Keemstar would break something, Ace would react to it. That mm-hmm. was the biggest story on the internet. The the issue also was how I handled the the criticism and negativity back then. Yeah. And I write about that in my book. I write like I saw how Jake Paul and Logan did it mm-hmm. and they never they never even stopped to address it. Like yeah. or even Austin. When's the last time you've seen Austin? Like if you search Austin's name on YouTube now, you'll find forty videos of commentary channels talking about different lawsuits, different mm-hmm. things, A, B, and C. Mm-hmm. You go to his Instagram story. What's up, Ace Family? <laughs> like he's happy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But me, when the criticism happened, they always got me to respond. Yeah. They always got my energy. They always got me to be like. They always. Well, it's hard it not just, to respond. Well, I, I go through mental health shit, so to me, it was a, and I didn't have a team to tell me. It was just different. So mm-hmm. now at thirty one, mm-hmm. when people post shit about me now, like we recently did a boxing event, we didn't do it, but the boxer I signed does boxing events, and he does them on concrete. And then oh, yeah, yeah, I saw that. Yeah. We did that and the entire internet like people were making videos like how dare Fusi and Keemstar host this event on concrete. In the past, that shit would have drove me crazy. I would have been like, oh my God, like <laughs> I gotta explain myself. Yeah. Now I'm like, somebody asked me recently, hey, did you see that video Vidal posted about you? I said, Oh, I saw the thumbnail. I didn't watch it. Yeah. The yeah. Fuck do I care? Yeah. Right. Like I finally gotten to that point now, but it took me God knows how long to get there. Mm-hmm. I have a wild story, man. Yeah. And it's crazy because there's so many people watching and I probably have no idea who the fuck I am. Or <laughs> if they do know who I am, it's they remember me from a time where they got fed who I am by H3H3 and Keemstar mm-hmm. and the video PewDiePie made. Mm-hmm. And they've kept that in their head forever as to like, I don't like that guy because the guy I love told me not to like it because mm-hmm. A and B and C reasons. Mm-hmm. That's why it's like I want to sit down with people one day and be like, tell me your grievance. Yeah. yeah. Well, were were you having a lot of people coming up to you being like, like all, when all the shit was com- was happening, were you having people come up to you and be like, hey, I saw that video about you about H3? Was it a lot of that or more so like, I still love you, man. I still love the videos that you I've do. I've never, maybe once recently at the Jake Paul fight, I was walking under the tunnel and there was this drunk kid up there and he was like, <laughs> fuck you, Fousey. <laughs> Those <laughs> Fuck oh, you. Fuck and I was just dancing <laughs> for him. Never in my life have yeah, I ever yeah. been approached by somebody who does not like me. Yeah. yeah. It's still super cool because they still get yeah, the meat YouTube to them. And no matter, no matter, I've taken the most YouTube breaks out of any YouTuber of all time, mm-hmm. ever, mm-hmm. ever. I've started more channels than any YouTuber ever has or anything mm-hmm. like that. But never have I left for as long as I've left. Anytime I've left, I'm still talked about on YouTube mm-hmm. in some way, somehow, some form. Mm-hmm. And if I go out in the streets, I'm stopped by absolutely everybody because their childhood remembers my face and they want a picture. Yeah. Never had a neg- negative experience in real life. So how, how did you and Keem like rekindle your relationship? Because like your whole, like your event that you had, um, like you, you, that was a big part. Uh, like you were like mad at like Keemstar. Like that was like a big yeah. person. You guys got in an argument. Yeah. I write about that in my yeah. book. He yeah. made me want to kill myself. Yeah. That was like one, that. Of, one of the quotes that you were saying. You're like, yeah. yelling, you're like pointing at Keemstar. Yeah. It's one of the most famous quotes on the internet. That's what yeah. people tweet me till this day. You made me want to kill myself. Right, yeah. Would you say you guys are, are friends or acquaintances? We're friends. Friends. 
How, and you guys were able to kindle that back? Huh? You guys were able to like come back and like There's talk. no comeback because we were never friends before. Okay. So, oh, it was just a, we were never friends before. So that was a really interesting start to a friendship. It's a toxic relationship. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Me and Keem have a toxic relationship. Um, I showed up to that Social Gloves event and he allowed me to partner the thing with him, the mm -hmm. press conference, and it did really well. And then I ended up working the event and leaving that event. Um, everybody saw that I did a good job. Like I was getting uh, congrats from everybody, like no matter who it was. Mm -hmm. So Keem's manager actually called me and said, hey, are you, do you want management? And at the time I was like, yeah, I do. So started working with Keem's manager. Me and Keem started talking on a regular basis more and more and more and more. And then we were like, yo, why don't, you know, let's let's do this. Like, because we got hit up by every single boxing event and their mothers. Like, there's yeah. so many that are happening. They were like, we want you to host it. We want you to promote it. We want you to do this. So me and Keem were like, why don't we open up a business where they hire us, hire us, both of us, mm -hmm. to do their promotion and to run their event and be consultants. And then it went a step further when we were like, let's actually sign a boxer. So when we work these events, we have a boxer to present in these events to fight. Yeah. Right. So, but did you guys mention like anything that happened like between you guys? Like, like when you guys have we talked about yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Keem loves it. He loves bringing <laughs> it up. He <laughs> thinks he's so different than me. Yeah. He thinks like it was the greatest thing of my career, the greatest thing of that summer. Mm -hmm. He thinks no matter if people talk good or bad about you, it's True. good as long as you're talked about. He just doesn't. Um, he just doesn't. He well, he's on the other he side of it. He's the one yeah. talking about people, yeah. right? Yeah. He, 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 no, no, but even if he is, like recently he's got into with some his girlfriend. Shit with his yeah. girlfriend. He loves it. Mm -hmm. I was with him. He was partying. He was like, do you see this shit? I'm <laughs> running the internet. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm, I'm reading the comments that people are saying about him. I'm like, He's celebrating <laughs> like, God damn. Why don't I have that mindset? I don't have that. Um, but we ended up just working together and seeing what, you know, what we can do. And it's like, you know, you never know. You yeah. never know. That's sick. Um, I want to ask you. So you talked about being at the event, uh, but there was something that happened out there. You didn't met, you didn't like talk about it, but like you and uh, Deji, like Deji was mad at you. Then he was good with you after the event. Oh, he wasn't good with me. After he wasn't. No, but what started that? Like he hates me. Why you? <laughs> what did you do to Deji? Because <laughs> um, anyway, he wanted to box you for a little bit. Oh, yeah. I, I got offered from a... People don't know this. I got offered from an event happening later this year to box Deji. Right after uh, that... Take De it. Deji's team said, we want Fusi. Really? Yeah, I said no. Damn. <laughs> well, like, why, why no? Just, um, just no. So my first boxing event that I ever did, people still talk about till this day because of how bad my performance was. Um, it was a complete blackout for me. It was a the first event jitters like, and this is stuff that I tried to reinforce reinforce in Bryce's mind and Taylor's mind, and I told all of them train all you want you could be as good as you're looking nothing's gonna prepare you for the night of the fight mm -hmm. no matter who it was anybody who lost that night every single person who lost that night if you ask them what happened they say dude i don't know the first event the crowd the lights my anxiety the adrenaline duh, it just happens yeah. so i've always wanted to come back my nose broke twice worst officiating worst ref worst event ever that i was a part of um and my nose like it should have got stopped very early my nose broke twice um so my nose is like worth like a hundred thousand dollars right now i went to a really good doctor <laughs> yeah so and i did it for free it was a charity event so you want to put me back in the ring against deji but give me like three months notice and I'm fat right now. I'm out of shape. Like, I need a lot more time. But you get it's ripped just, quick, though. You come back, like, yeah. built. But still, I would want at least six, nine months right. if I was going to do that. So I just passed on it. But anyways, the whole Deji thing, 
I actually now take accountability for the mistake that I did. At first, I didn't, mm -hmm. but I did. So the first mistake I did, because mind you, I didn't show up to that press conference expect, knowing that I was going to be a part of it. Mm -hmm. I knew after getting there. So when they give me these list of questions and stuff to ask him, one thing that I shouldn't have asked him was about a friend of mine that was in the audience. I said, Slim. I said, yo, why don't you fight him? Yeah. And he kept saying, who, who, who? So then I was already a little agitated. But notice when we first started the conversation, the first question I asked him, it was very cordial. He was very nice to me. It wasn't until I said, like, why did you pick an easy opponent? Right. That was already wrong. Because, <laughs> that was wrong. After, yeah. <laughs> because why am I? Sh I didn't know who Vinny Hacker was. Yeah. I'll be honest. Yeah. I now know he's every woman's God. Like yeah. he's godly on it, this earth. Every he's, chick ran to him after you left that ring. Did you yeah. notice that? Dude, it was insane. If I had known. <laughs> I feel like you're going to call me the biggest cloud chaser. <laughs> if I had known Vinny Hacker was as big as he was, do you think I would have put him down in the press conference? Mm -hmm. Or I would have been like, yo, Vinny, like, so happy that you're here, man. I'm <laughs> such a big fan. Like, can I interview you like six days like of a week? And put I would have, it would have been different. I didn't know who he was. Right. I was just looking at, at, at Deji as a fucking animal because he had Huge. been training or I thought mm -hmm. for this redemption fight. And he, and he went far with Jake Paul. Like yeah. He was like the only person yeah. that gave, so, gave Jake a little Whoever fight. it was going to be, I was going to say it was easy because I thought Deji was a monster. Yeah. And then that's when Deji threw out, if I wanted to fight somebody easy, you're an easy opponent. Yeah. And I looked around like, bitch, I'm, I'm doing this press conference. <laughs> of course I'm, like, I'm nothing <laughs> to do with this. Yeah. Then we got into a little verbal exchange. The best, um, my favorite part of the whole exchange was that he was on like like a he, webcam. Was on, he was on like webcam. Yeah. He was on Zoom. So like <laughs> it was literally like just like um it was like internet beef, but like also like kind of real. Yeah, it was like a little. It was like a hybrid. Yeah, and I I so, thought it was so funny. So I found out after the fact. One, I I I found out. I shouldn't even say this. I'm not gonna say it to this Deji. I know some insider shit that mm -hmm. proves my point. I'm not gonna say it, but um. Afterwards, he posted a YouTube video and he was like, social gloves out by live. Y'all better not hire Fousey. He's the biggest two-faced creator on this platform. He better not be a part of this event. Fuck him. And the UK fans are like, insane. insane Scary. Yeah. Like, really? Stay oh How are they different than American fans? Oh! You think? What? Oh my God. American <laughs> fans, like, <laughs> people here have fans. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, you yeah. know, girls love Bryce Hall. They love Vinny. But in the UK... It's like they're throwing it's a, like it's paint a, cans at Greg Paul and shit. You know that? It's a different level yeah. of love and like o obedience. Yeah. So oh wow! Me crossing the line with Deji crossed the line against the entire UK and everybody was a fan of him. Shit! And at the time, I posted a video and I explained the situation. I go, look, I just showed up. Yeah, got hired for it. Um, I had a list of questions. I asked them. He attacked me. I attacked back. Mm -hmm. And. You know, there was one thing that I said that apparently he didn't take liking to um, <laughs> about botting subs. But oh, right. Because yeah. he bought. But he looked at me and said, um, your entire career is off of fake shit. You're nothing. You're nobody discrediting my entire career. Mm -hmm. It's like I don't talk shit no more. But if you want me to talk shit, I'll talk about what I've done in my career. Yeah. And don't ever say that I'm here where I am today. Eleven years later, that when after going through everything I've gone through and say I only got here because I faked pranks yeah, yeah that's not that it. wasn't it it's not it. yeah i mean you your, your first thing was like you started blowing up off like the relatable like parent videos middle eastern family middle eastern videos. families I was videos doing worldwide tours for 3500 people in 2013 before most of everybody's favorite 
creator now, even probably before they even went through puberty. Because you, you guys are all we young. were thirteen in twenty thirteen. Exactly. Just to become, yeah. Your balls were still dropping when I was doing world tours. <laughs> yeah. Right? So it's like, don't give me that. Yeah. <laughs> but it's but true. it's true. After the fact, one day I was in my car and I was reflecting on it and I was like, if I could go back, I would not have brought up Slim. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I would not have disrespected Vinny. Mm-hmm. I would I would have literally just stuck to the script. Here's a question for Deji. Here's a question to Vinny. But yeah. you always learn stuff in hindsight. For sure. But it, honestly, it honestly made it more entertaining, yeah. though. Oh, it, my it, God. The, why do you think they called me afterwards? They're <laughs> yeah, like, we <laughs> love you. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. They love that shit. Yeah, they yeah. ate it up. Well, yeah. and it also helps when, uh, like, because the press conference, half of it, like, people kind of got it. Um, but, like, you really got it in, like, the sense of, you know, making interesting, starting yeah. beef, exactly. like, getting stuff well, going. People don't understand this. People are always like, oh, he ruined it, this and this. Bitch, nah. had that not happened, you wouldn't have been as entertaining. I think, as you I were. think that was the first thing I actually saw of the. I think and, a major respect like, moment the, was when you went, guys, stop saying it's you're doing it for the money. Talk about yeah. why you actually want to do it because you yeah. understood where how's it, how that's it comes what, across to the fans. What everyone was fucking saying, like, like, oh, oh, I'm getting the money. I'm here for the money. And you're not even getting, still not getting any paid. <laughs> People were mad at that um, yeah. as well. Like, there's there's not a single thing I can do or say without having somebody like like for example this video. Yeah, I'm not reading the comments. No, no. no, our fans are different. Yeah. No, I've no. heard that before. I'm not reading the comments. I know we, we had, say that, but when, we, we had we've had people on that we've shit on constantly yeah. on TikTok. We've mm-hmm. talked about the stupid stuff they've done, but they come on and the fans are like, "You gave me fresh perspective on this person." Like Bryce Hall, for example. Bryce, for example. Bryce yeah. is fucking amazing. Yeah, yeah he's, he's chill. I but, love Bryce. He's actually my favorite creator out there. Yeah, he's fucking yeah. Like I, genuinely, he's a funny. But ass there's dude. but there's people that don't think that. Right. Mm-hmm. And like, you know, like that's like the hate yeah. that he would get. And then he comes, he, he comes on and talks to us for hour, 15 minutes. And everybody's like, oh my God, like, you know, this, yeah. I, I have a whole new perspective on it. I love Bryce yeah. a lot, mm-hmm. like a lot, a lot. I actually almost got in a fight for him because of him. Yeah. Where, where was that? At that frat house. Oh, you, did you go down for San Diego at that yeah. frat house? What the gotcha happened? hat? Yeah. There's, there's one thing about <laughs> frats in America that stands pretty much true to everything. And it's just like, if you don't, if you just don't know people there, you just don't get in. Yeah. But no, like, no, 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 I do understand. They like, set him up. Oh, well, they? they set him up. Oh, did they invite him? So yeah, so I go to San Diego not to attend a frat party. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm 31 years old. Just I, getting lit. Frat party. I would. Hell yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna get lit if I'm there. But I, I didn't go to San Diego for the frat party. Yeah. yeah. I wasn't a frat at San Jose State University, Delta Upsilon. Ended oh, up man. leaving that. Um, I write about it in my book. A crazy story. Um. So I went out there to do a video with him and Taylor. Okay. And then we did the video and it was ready late at night. And they were like, yo, why don't y'all just get a room and stay here? Why drive home? It was me and my camera guy and oh shit. Another friend. Mm-hmm. Why don't w- I remember? Was the Rory with him? Huh? Was Rory with him? I'm, I don't know. A lot of Bryce's friends. Bryce's friends yeah, I don't know who was with me. Anyways, oh, okay. so we go and we're like, all right, we'll stay. We're staying. We're all chilling in the hotel room. All my boys are there. I love Mikey Tua. I love Taylor. I love all them. We're chilling. Mm-hmm. And then they keep getting harassed to come to this frat party. Like, yeah. please come. Is it, by, is it by girls or guys? Um, Both. Okay. Oh, okay. Please. We all want you. Like the frat guys, we want you here. We want you here. Yeah, wow. yeah, yeah. One of the guys asked, should we get security? I took it upon myself to say, no, you don't need security <laughs> to go to a frat party. Yeah. Nobody's going to invite you to something to then maliciously do something to you. Or yeah. so I thought. Because yeah. Yeah, it's yeah, never yeah. happened to me. And I told them, if something does happen, it's on me. I got you. 
Yes, yes, I know. Fusi, you punching bag. What are you doing? <laughs> yada, yada, yada. I slapped a lot of people in the face before. I, actually, I socked some dude here. So listen. Okay. I'm not proud of it. I'm not proud of punching a college student. <laughs> I didn't get a lawsuit or go to jail. So we show up to the party. Yeah. Um, and as we're walking in, people are like spreading like. What's that? Like the like the Mo- Moses. Moses. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And people are like looking at Taylor and Bryce like, oh my, like treating them like gods. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, see, yeah. we're chilling. Good. So and we all walk shit in. Just gets thrown right at the fan. <laughs> we all walk in. It's packed. So everybody's <laughs> in a different section of the thing. I'm standing. I wanted to make sure everybody was good. Yeah. So it's me and about ten girls standing on this ledge in the air. Just overlooking the party. Bitches yeah. love elevation. <laughs> and, and I'm just talking to them, having fun, but I'm keeping my eyes. I'm keeping my eyes. I'm keeping yeah. my eyes. And that's when the switch happened. And oh, a dude goes up to Bryce, takes his hat, got your hat, whatever. Bryce, you know, has a little thing with him. And then they all, it gets a little serious. So they all start going out. Taylor himself looks up at me. I'm on the ledge and he goes, fucking told you <laughs> oh no so my heart dropped because i felt responsible uh, yeah so i jump off the ledge i'm walking out and i hear two college students in front of me going oh we just bitch bryce hall we just bitch bryce hall <laughs> i go you just bitched who he goes bryce hall i go then why the fuck did y'all invite him here yeah like that's not even cool yeah, yeah. we got so lucky literally yeah because somebody forgot their phone in the uber the mm-hmm. suv mm-hmm. the uber came back had we walked out, because the entire party walked out, mm-hmm. and there was no Uber outside, there would have been like a fucking royal rumble. So oh, everybody shit. jumped straight into the Uber, right? Yeah. Straight into the Uber. I'm outside with my camera guy, just ma- managing the crowd. Like, yeah. hey, fuck y'all. What are y'all doing? Yeah. Back up. <laughs> Back up. Like, I'm just like, you know? Yeah, yeah. So I get close to the car. Who comes up to me again? Like in a three feet distance. The kid who said, we yeah. bitch rise. Oh, I didn't say this. After I said, why the fuck would you bitch rise hall? He goes, what are you going to do about it? And says the F word. Oh, Y'all know what the F word is. Yeah, I don't yeah. need to say it. Yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. even say that word. Yeah. I don't appreciate that. Yeah. I don't at yeah. all. So I got ticked. I didn't do anything. But when I get to the car, comes back <laughs> in my face. God damn it. He goes, is, is he a big dude? A college student, regular. Okay. He goes, what you going to do about it? So I tell my camera guy, mm-hmm. I go, hey, punch him in the face. So I don't, I was like, punch him in the face. Yeah. He has like a visa from out the country, so he couldn't. Uh, yeah, like, yeah. So then, Dangerous. You guys are like thinking about it before. Yeah. Uh, no, hey, everyone's like, everyone's in each other's face. I'm yeah. literally, the guy hears me telling my camera guy, sock him in the face. Yeah. Yeah. And the guy's pushing on us like, what the fuck you going to do about it, pussies? So I'm like, all right. Bink, sock him. <laughs> Crowd erupts. Yeah. Everyone, that's when it's big start getting heated. I jump up on the car, stand up. <laughs> oh, I remember that. Everybody yeah, off. I remember. Yeah. <laughs> Next thing, beers are getting thrown at me. Shit's getting thrown at me. I'm like, God damn. <laughs> I jump back in the car, and I'm like, this is crazy. Guess who puts their head in our car? The same That's guy. Dang. Sock him again. And then we drive off. That's it. We drive off. But That's a lot so of people, funny. when they saw that video and like in the commentary, they were like, Oh, what the fuck? Why is Fusiata like literally everything you do in this life will get misconstrued in a different yeah. way? Yeah, yeah. Like they're like, "What's Fusi doing at a frat party? Why is he punching a college student?" Dude. Hey, I'm a grown man. Told my boys I'd be there for them. This dude's picking on them. I'm not gonna let Bryce or Taylor, who have a fight coming up, sock him in the face. Yeah. Like, I, you know, I did it. Okay, yeah. I'm wrong. If I'm wrong, you know, 
I'll, I'll hold myself accountable. I could have got sued. I could have injured. Whatever happened. But if I tell you like I got you, I got you. Yeah, and I'm yeah. gonna I'm gonna respect that. I'm gonna protect that. So Fair. I love Bryce. Damn. That's that's crazy. Um, yeah, because I because I you know I didn't know. And that, that guy, the guy, the yeah, guy so that took his hat, like rode with that for a solid like three weeks. He was like squeezing everything out of that. Of course. Like he was like, oh, Bryce has lice. Bryce has lice. Like he was just <laughs> yeah, he, he was using some, everything for clout. Yeah, it's just funny. A, it's just uh, and also uh, the the social media world and the fraternity world are just so completely different things. Yeah, like 100%. they're too they're so different. Yeah. yeah. Um. That like that's funny that that's how he's using that yeah. in that sense and mm. yeah. they were also mad because literally Bryson Taylor sucked out every single eyeball onto them from that party. Yeah. So any frat dude who thought like, hey, this girl from Alpha Phi is about to sleep with me tonight, like once he saw her walk over to Bryson Taylor, he was like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, yeah. They have that effect. They they definitely do. It's weird. Like whenever we're like, with like Bryce, mm-hmm. he gets mobbed, mobbed and he gets mo- like and the amount of girls that are like constantly DMing him. It's a different world, right? Mm-hmm. It's like the certain type of creator that has that like personality, yeah. and mm-hmm. what they're known for. Wow, TikTokers. TikTokers. Wait, what happened with uh, you and your frat? I want to hear about this because you went to school for nah. I can't talk yeah. about that. Yeah. I wrote about it in my book. Oh, okay, <laughs> and you just don't. And it's a big story. Some shit you don't talk about. Like what the fuck? Yeah, I get what you mean. Okay, cool. What was uh? Were people saying any shit to you or was it mostly directed at Bryce and Taylor at that that night? Uh well they started saying shit to me once I was the guy standing in front of the Uber protecting a fucking mob of yeah. people. Mm-hmm. Like it was literally a fucking mob. So yeah, they were saying shit to me. Damn. Okay. Whatever. Damn. Uh and then I want to kind of bring it back like you've had this thing where you've like reached the top, been the biggest. You've like left for a little bit and you keep coming back. It's like up and down. It's like the prime example of don't look at a creator of what they've done recently. Look at what they're doing over the course of like a long time. Mm-hmm. Where do you think you're are you're at in that? Like are you, it, what are you trying to do? It's funny that you say that because the quote that I'm always told is don't look at what you've done for a long time. Look at what you've done recently. Okay. And the reason I hate that that second way that I said it is because you can announce your biggest announcement of your career on a Monday on Instagram. Social media moves so fast. Your feed moves so fast. Everything moves so fast. By Tuesday, A, it's forgotten, and B, people are like, what's next? Mm-hmm. There's no room to even breathe in your success anymore. Like, there's no room to do anything. No matter how high of a point you reach, even if you have a video on a Monday that reaches a million views, yeah. people, where's the next video? Yeah, true. You post on doesn't all oh, you fell off, bro. Like there's there's no there's the 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 pace social media goes in now is so fucking ridiculous. Like me started in 2011. Yeah. Um, but do you think like other creators like Logan Paul, Jake Paul, they don't need to move as fast because they're, oh no, they're, 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 they don't even need to be on the platform. No yeah, more. they're they're like they're celebrities. Yeah. Yeah, they're they're a different tier. Yeah, like that's why I have so much respect for Jake, Logan, KSI, and all. And they're in mm-hmm. a different tier. Like, yeah. leave them alone. Don't worry about them. They've made their money. And had I not lost all my money in 2018, I wouldn't. I wouldn't even be sitting on this couch right now, to be honest. And that's no disrespect yeah. to you guys. Yeah. No, no. But I've I would have been able to take myself to a place mm-hmm. where I didn't have to do that anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's so, all part of the game. Yeah. So for me, I started in 2011. Um, the Middle Eastern stuff, mm-hmm. worldwide tours, yeah. won awards early, um, started a, a reached 10 million subscribers, started a vlog channel, reached 5 million subscribers, creator won, of the year, won, won two that. of the biggest streamies yeah. back to back, right? A show of the year, then creator of the year. Like that shit doesn't happen by accident. No. People even have things with that. Oh, you cheated it. Because one time I was like, Hey guys, if you want to join my, um, giveaway, 
click the link in the description, vote for me, and you're entered. All these weird things that, yeah. that people called you out for are coming back to me in so and many God like nostalgia. Forbid, I have people normal, click a, a link to win a, a, a game system and having to vote for me for an award, and I beat some of the biggest creators on the platform. Like, yeah. S my D. Anyways, <laughs> did that. Um, two Tyler Perry movies, a Netflix movie, mm -hmm. a YouTube Red movie, a YouTube Red Damn. show. Collabs with Kevin Hart. Collabs with Kevin yeah. Hart. Uh, worldwide tour with Roman Atwood. Uh, my book comes out this year. Uh, documentaries on Amazon. Like, the list is ridiculous. Mm -hmm. But the reason I said the second one, people don't give a shit about that no more. True. Mm -hmm. They care about True. how your last video is doing and how your last Instagram thing is doing and just how their perception is of you. Are you, mm -hmm. you know, and what I finally learned and one of my favorite quotes ever, and I'll explain this to the audience in a second. We should have a discussion about that one day. Uh, mm -hmm. If you want to just, don't even bring me on as a guest, just like as a, a, a person yeah. here. We yeah. can have deep discussions. But what I wanted to say is, um, oh yeah, so now I, I didn't come back to my 10 million subscriber channel. And everyone's like, oh, because it was dead. No, bitch. Because if I had posted, like, anyway, long story. <laughs> I started a brand new channel, Fusi, mm -hmm. from scratch this year. Zero. Just to show myself, yo, I can still do it again. And also to give the people who actually want a chance to keep up with me a chance to keep up with me. I didn't use any of my old channels. Mm -hmm. But people always bring up clout now, right? Like, mm -hmm. clout, you're not clouded. You're, you mm -hmm. fell off. You're not relevant. Clout chasing if you don't have and it. And what I finally fucking learned at 31, you don't need clout to make money. On social media, you True. don't need clout to make money. True. So if I don't have clout, the fuck if I care, <laughs> okay? The fuck if I care? Because here's the thing. The thing with clout, right? Yeah. If you're talking about clout, in 2016, 17, clout wasn't a thing yet. The clout house hadn't even, I don't think it was, I might be wrong. It might be on that same trajectory. Mm -hmm. But I was the most clouded person out there, right? But what I tell everybody now, there's somebody who can pop off on February of 2021 this year. And right now their numbers are killing it. And people mm -hmm. are like, that person's clouded. That person's the God. Yeah. Yo, they've been on the scene for six months. Mm -hmm. Talk to me if they're here 11 years from now. True. Then right. talk to me. Mm -hmm. There's, there's, there's internet clout. Then there's real life clout. Yeah, just keep and that I, relevance. Yeah. Here. I've always felt that J Cole lyric. It's like, um, fuck your Twitter. Bitches follow me in real life. It's like mm -hmm. people know me in the real life. People know me in the real world. It's like, I don't go anywhere. Where people are like, Oh, that's not, that's Fousey. Like they know. So it's like, I don't need the hundreds of the, the thousands of little kids following me to make me feel clouded, to feel fulfilled, to make money. Now, fuck the clout, fuck the views, fuck the likes, fuck all that stuff. Let me now just, how am I going to make money? How am I going to feed my family? I just want to feed a family. I want to, I want to get married. I want to have a family. I want to have a sustainable income. I want passive income. I, I'm not doing this for the fame no more. Yeah, it's like yeah. people always think like, oh, this clout chaser doing stuff with Taylor Bryce. Da, da, da. No, bitch. I just know that it's what works and what I need to do right now to get myself from where I'm at to where I need to go. Mm -hmm. Instead of what's funny is when I was down and out and broke and bankrupt and almost had to sell every single thing that I ever fucking owned. And I was crying every day and I was suicidal. Ain't nobody gave a shit and nobody come to check on me. Ain't nobody do anything. Mm -hmm. But now that I'm trying to do better and I'm doing all these things, you know, collabing with Bryce Taylor, whoever it is, doing these events and everything. Right. Instead of saying, and there are people who do this and there's our respect. Holy shit, man. This dude doesn't quit. Mm -hmm. This dude should have been done years ago, but yeah. he's still here. We're still watching him. We're still talking about him. I should do that for my own life. Instead of that. Their mindset, because we're we're growing in a, bre uh, a society of haters, like 
people who are miserable with themselves online, you're clout chasing, you're irrelevant, you're irrelevant, you shouldn't be here. Would you rather I not do what I'm doing on YouTube, struggle living with my parents, cry to myself every day, go work at Best Buy and give up on life? Or do you want me to continue chasing my dreams and not give up? Mm -hmm. If you wanted the Best Buy option, fuck you, because I do not give up. I do not give up on myself. I will try a thousand times over because this is my life, my story, and the only person who it matters to at the end of the day is me. Yeah. That's where you started. You started with Best Buy, left that shit, grinded, yeah. and you, you reached this point now where, I don't know, we, we were talking about this before the podcast, like Kyle and I. It's like, is there a retirement for a YouTuber? Like, what calls a end of a YouTube career? And you you might have had a couple times where you stopped and people might have questioned, is this the end and you've talked about like doing drop shipping and you thought you were uh, gonna do something else. What's the answer to that? Is it like, I'm just going to keep going. There is no retirement for YouTube. It's when I choose to quit. And to also kind of piggyback on <clears throat> what Kyle was saying is, uh, the, it, it's also, it seems somewhat addicting too. like having the, because YouTube, uh, so, social media, you know, it's a 1% industry, right? And it's so cool to be in it and to be doing it, and it cause it's really fun. Right. But it also becomes addicting. And then it like, you get to a point, some creators get to a point to where like, Oh, maybe something's not doing as well. And you have to innovate and do this stuff. And it's hard to go back to what like real life would be. If that makes sense. Mm -hmm. um, so there's different types of people. There's people like Keemstar who says he's going to be 80 years old and still doing YouTube. Mm -hmm. And I believe that because he has the money now to quit. Mm -hmm. He has the money now to retire. He has enough. Like, I'm not talking about another man's bank account, but he can. Yeah. He has the right investments. He could do that. Mm -hmm. But he just loves the shit. Good or bad, he loves the shit. Now, there are other people who are in the same boat. They have enough money. They have everything. But it's going good for them, so they're not quitting. But the adverse effect to that is you can be on your grizzy, on your grind, happy. I'm going to do this when you're getting a million views per day. Cool. Mm -hmm. I want to see how those same people react. When their numbers ain't the same, mm -hmm. that's when it starts fucking with your mental. Mm -hmm. That's when you really see, like, do I really have this shit? And it's funny because I was the first person back then to talk about depression and all this shit. And it was way too ahead of its time because mm -hmm. people were like, what is depression? Like, yeah. fuck you. And nowadays you, you have I remember I got really mad once. I'm not going to bring up a creator, but a creator tweeted and he was like, hey, guys, I'm going to take a hiatus. Um, and he posted a picture of a comment and somebody said, man, you gained weight. And that's what drove him over the edge. And I'm like, and people were, there was a thousand replies. You, we, we love you. You're beautiful. You got this. And I'm like, bro, I used to post videos about wanting to kill myself because of the thoughts in my head. I got no type of sympathy. Mm -hmm. um, so it really comes down to when their, their backs are against the wall and their numbers aren't the same to see if, if it really is what they love. Now, for me, for example, I came back and I'm doing YouTube. Had I had the money that I had back then and had I made the right investments and everything, I probably would have already as like a main thing called it deuces okay. just on the YouTube front. Yeah. I would have kept maybe I would have maybe even Instagram just like or I would have licensed it out, like hired a team been like, hey, you're now running this channel. I'm, I'm done. Like mm -hmm. I, I people don't get this. Like, And that's what's so funny when they call me a cloud chaser. You can ask anybody on my team. I hate that I have to be in front of the camera. Mm -hmm. I do not want to be in front of the camera. My expertise, everything that I've done from when I used to direct the fake pranks and direct my short films and act in my movies and everything was from the talents that I had of what I can do behind the camera mm -hmm. and yeah. operate. Like I can take any creator and then like, you know, I've taught creators, some of the biggest YouTubers today, how to talk to a camera. Like there are certain things I'm good at. I don't want to be the face no more. 
And you're shifting. You're doing what you're doing with Keem right now. You're working behind the scenes I'm to make sure you're solid now, there. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's why now, like, I'm not on my stories every day telling you what I'm eating or what I bought or anything like that. I don't. I'm not on your Instagram feed every day. I'm like in the last three weeks. Anytime I've posted a YouTube video or an Instagram thing or anything, there was a brand deal behind it. Yeah. So mm-hmm. like I was incentivized to post. There was yeah. money behind it. I had a reason to. But I, I'm I'm far gone past that thing of. I have to that addiction of I have to like yeah. I just I have to I have to hi guys no I don't I don't like that no more yeah. I, I would love to be retired right now mm-hmm. okay. and that's what I'm trying to get to I'm trying to right my wrongs build businesses now that can get me to a position where three years from now I don't have to sit here and post a YouTube video and worry about the title and thumbnail and the clickbait and the comments and all that shit I don't want to be doing that no more. And you, that's why I'm making actions now and steps now and businesses now to get me to that point. Yeah. I can see where that, that can sometimes be frustrating because you, you could have, like, now it's easier, right? Because you see examples of what people are doing, you know, like uh, Josh Richards, they, they have their own VC, mm-hmm. um, like, uh, firm. You know, they have all these different ways to invest in other companies, right? Mm-hmm. But this is more like the new way of thinking. If you, if that was the norm back when you were, the, like, the king of the prank game, for example, and you shifted it towards something, like, oh, I'm going to make these little toy company that makes all these like prank prank things it would have been insane but no one was doing that at that point so it's, you can't fault yourself for Bro, not thinking like that I grew like up that. at a time I grew up at a time on YouTube where if you did a brand deal you're a fucking sellout yeah. Like, oh yeah yep yep like we're Remember not watching that. you no more you fucking yeah. sell out right. yeah. not only that if you showed your YouTube money Oh, fuck you. Yep. Who do you yeah. think you are? Ricegum yeah. did that. Yeah. People it was were literally right after me, right after that moment when Logan and Jake stepped in. Like for me, for example, when I had the most money, instead of buying a house because it wasn't the thing to do, no YouTuber had bought a house yet. I paid 13500 a month to live by myself and 1600 Vine right. in their, their biggest penthouse mm-hmm. next to Logan Paul and everything, like by myself for no reason because it wasn't looked upon to buy a house and say <coughs> look at me but yeah. now it's that's, that's your house ah have you seen his house yeah. now it's like now it's like you mm-hmm. want to spend more money I like, feel like, right. I feel like you only gave that starbucks employee a hundred dollars yeah. oh you piece of shit mr beast uh, uh mr. 401k yeah. like, <laughs> he paid their entire 401k different. Yeah. it's different yeah, yeah. i feel like rice gum kind of created that like flexing a little bit though, like he, he would was, always yeah. flex his like Gucci bags, his cars. Like he would flex everything. He showed the uh, monetization like the first. He yeah. showed the ad money, mm-hmm. and it was that shift where now people are very open about like how mm-hmm. much they're making. Bryce was open, like I'm not doing this unless I get paid five million dollars. Yeah, that's what I'm getting. Yeah. yeah. Well, now, well, because now we live in a generation where I don't think anybody's famous anymore. I don't think the word famous is mm-hmm. a thing anymore. True. Because. Uh, there was a quote. I don't know if it's Andy Warhol. If I'm wrong, forget me. But um, there will come a time in life where everybody has 15 minutes of fame. Mm-hmm. And you might think, like, That's what does Andy that Warhol. mean? Mm-hmm. Think about it. You can literally, like, think about all the people who posted TikTok. Mm-hmm. Shit, because of the algorithm, Plus 10 million time. views, they get their 15 minutes of fame that day. Like, mm-hmm. everybody's famous nowadays. Everybody has an Instagram. Everybody's recreating content. It's like, mm-hmm. it's very different. When I was coming up, you can count the number of creators that were there. Like, literally, mm-hmm. you can say, True. this person, this person. Now it's like everybody and their mothers is a somebody. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That is really true. Because even with so Vine, true. too. Because Vine was pretty short-lived. Uh, yeah. But the amount of people that came out of Vine is really, really yeah. crazy. And the amount of Viners that I can name off the top of my head like that were, like, Viners that I would, like, watch and I thought were, like, really funny. 
maybe 10, 15 total. Uh, and That's even much. Now I there's like so s- many TikTokers you don't know, but they have yeah. 20 mil. Yeah. yeah. And it makes no sense. You're like, what I the go fuck? to these LA parties. I swear to God, I walk in. I don't know who the fuck anybody <laughs> yes. is. Yeah. I don't know anybody. So anybody. I have an opportunity to ask you, what was it like back in the day with those creator parties? How different was it than what it yeah. is now? Because we've only been experiencing what's like going on now. Parties. I didn't go to creator parties. You never did? Um, I was isolated, depressed, and everything. Mm-hmm. If anything, I went to Warwick like once a month, a club, yeah. um, and that's it. I never used to go to parties. Okay. I lived a very depressing, like my rise to fame, those heydays, it was depressing. I, like In my book, I call that penthouse an isolation cell because I was by myself all the time. Like, I reveal the truth behind what it was to have that fame Mm -hmm. because that question that was always asked is, wait, you have a Ferrari, you got millions of dollars, but you're depressed. Fuck you. You're lying. Mm -hmm. People think money and accolades and materialistic items have a contingency over depression and mental health, but it Mm -hmm. doesn't work. Sometimes it it makes it worse. 100 percent. And in most of you know, there's social media because you always got to one up somebody. You always be like, oh, you, oh, you always got everyone looking at you. Yeah, you always exactly. got like you're never just doing any like I do things for me and like my friends mm-hmm. and, you know, like this podcast and stuff, you know, like it's but it's not it's nothing to the point to where I have like millions and millions of eyes on me yeah. judging yeah. by every move and every move. Yeah, yeah. it's it's different, man. It, we're living in a different time and it's only going to get worse. Do you think it would have been like easier having somebody that was living with you? Was it the ice? Was it being alone that made it so hard, especially when you're blowing yeah, up? And yeah, have- yeah, yeah. I definitely and I had the opportunity to live with people and I should have taken it, but I didn't take it back then. But that would have definitely helped. I've like always yeah, like if you join like a content house or something like that, I should have. I should have created the content. Yeah. Bro, yeah. Like, I came up before Jake Paul and Team 10 and all that shit. So all those things, I just never did it. Like, yeah. yeah. You know? Okay. Would you say that you're in a, you seem like, this, from my impression, I could be, you know, you seem like you're in a way better place now in, the, in what mm-hmm. you've been doing recently. Obviously, maybe it helped writing out everything in the book. And then what you're doing now, shifting towards boxing. Would you say that you're in a better place now than you were, uh, whether it was last year or a couple years before? Bro. I was 2018, 2019, I was in the house that I bought my parents in New Jersey in the basement. My dad came downstairs one day and I'm punching the ground and I'm screaming and I'm crying. And my dad, who's very traditional, looks at me and he's like scared. Mm -hmm. And he's like, Yusuf, what's wrong? And I'm like, my life is over, Baba. I had no source of income. I had no career because I had given away my YouTube channels and my deleted my Twitter and my Instagram and everything. Um, my life was over, like literally over. And what I had learned is it was only over because I told myself it was over in my head. Your story is never done. Your your life's never done or anything until you tell yourself it is. Mm-hmm. But the trajectory I was going on. So whenever I call my mom, like I call my mom the other day, mom, I just got this brand deal for X amount of money. She always reminds me of that moment. Do you remember when you told me you'll never make a single dollar again? And I'm like, yeah, I remember. So now each dollar like means something else to me. Mm-hmm. But I understand the power of money now because back then I would get a check for $120,000 from a shitty brand deal. And I remember on my kitchen table, there was, I, I shit you not, 12 checks one time, uncashed. Not because I was, hey, look at my checks. I would just, it, it didn't matter to me. $120,000 check, $60,000 check, $40,000 check, just cash. I didn't have appreciation for money or an understanding of money. Now I do. Now yeah. I'm older and I do. So money has a new retro, uh, thing for me. Everything has a, a, a new understanding for me because I, I look at life differently now. I look at everything differently. Wow. Yeah, that, that's amazing. I'm not living 
a perfect life by any means. Like I still, when I go to these events and I go through such high highs mm -hmm. because you they're electrifying. When I come home from an event, I'll be depressed for the next three days, sometimes even more. Um, the other day I had a bender. The next day I woke up at 6 p.m. Um, some days I just don't want to see anybody, don't want to talk to anybody. Some days I don't want to leave bed. Like mm -hmm. life's not perfect, but I've gotten better at managing my life. Yeah, what it is, and that appreciation for money, the things that that come, and understanding like what real like value is, is it, I'm sure was a huge part of it. But like, what do you think is the biggest advice to give people who are going through mental health issues? Like, is it reaching out to a to a counselor, a therapist, someone you can talk to, or is it like finding out what's the root cause of of what what's causing it? That's I don't even a, know what, uh, what yeah, that is. A right, loaded it's, question. It's way too big because it's like you're you're asking like what's step one to having a mental health yeah, thing, right? Um, um, the number one thing is if you're aware of it, you're already one step ahead. Um, because a lot of the times when I've been in a therapist office or a psychologist office or even talking to a friend, I'll say my faults cause I'm really self-aware and they'll be like, good, you already know what it is. Now, what are we going to do to change that? Um, so one, recognize what you are going through and understand what you are going through. Two, don't be scared to reach out and ask for help. And I know sometimes you can't because you can't with your friends, you can't with your family, but there are services online and different places you can call and things that you can do in private. Um, and three, I know this sounds so fucking cheesy, but I literally, I wish I could literally spend my life just going around telling, well, like no matter what problem you're going through, like tell me your whole problem. And then me tell you in a couple of months from now, I guarantee you don't remember this problem. Yeah. Because when I think back to things that even this year that I like stressed about, cried about, was mad about, angered about, frustrated about, life was over, I sit here now and I'm like, I don't even remember what I was stressing about. Right. It all passes. Mm -hmm. It all passes. No matter what it is you're going through, it's going to pass. This too shall pass. You just got to be patient enough to get there and understand it all starts with the power of your mind and your thoughts and you have the capacity to change any and everything based on what you tell yourself on a daily basis. Yeah. That's another conversation. Yeah, like for sure. I wanted to, I don't tweet anymore either. I don't my Twitter. Twitter is dead, toxic. Yeah. Twitter's so toxic. Twitter's so like fucked. I want to <laughs> so fucked. Bro. So, same with TikTok comments, TikTok, TikTok comments are, and Twitter. Yeah, you don't allow comments, right? Fuck no. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Who the fuck are you to leave a comment on my shit? Telling me this shit? <laughs> yeah. Where's Drake, bro? <laughs> Suck my dick. That's where it is. <laughs> But, so yeah. wait, you actually met Drake though, like that, like you had like a encounter. You like saw him. Oh yeah, yeah. We can say that. Yeah, I had an encounter. Was he aware? He does he know about the entire situation like, on the internet he, with I you? Like and yeah, I'll even stare at the camera and say this. Yeah, does Drake know who I am? Yes, one hundred percent. Does he like me? Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> Swear to God, probably not. Especially with the recent impersonation videos that yeah, I did on right, him. Right. He really doesn't like that stuff. Yeah. He yeah. really doesn't like that stuff. Yeah, I get that. Um, How did you like uh, certif Certified uh, Lover Boy? Okay, see, I said Drake doesn't like me. <laughs> so I'm not going to give my opinion and get him to not like me more. Uh, yeah. hey. Hey. Certified Lover Boy? Oh, that shit was 10 out of 10. <laughs> yeah. Play that shit right now. Let's slap that shit. I'm, oh, Drake, man, you have a classic on your hands, bro. That's a masterpiece. No, but I, there was there was actually a huge, huge, huge revelation with the whole Drake thing that happened mm -hmm. recently this year in my life that really finally put a stamp on the whole story. Yeah, yeah. You can't say, it, but it was like he. It was closure. Oh uh, yeah, it was closure. Um, I was talking to this guy of mine who's really connected in the industry. He's like like the Zach Bia. Yeah, yeah. Um, not Zach Bia, but yeah, so somewhere. Um, and I tell him the story when we first met because yeah. he's friends with Drake. 
And I was like, bro, I have to tell you this story. And I tell him the story exactly like I've told it a thousand times over, exactly how I wrote mm -hmm. it in my book. Mm -hmm. Didn't change a word. And he asked me the first thing anybody's ever asked me. Because anytime I tell the story, I say, when I left the club that night, the guy who gave me his number that said, we'll be there tomorrow, I saved his number under God's plan. Mm -hmm. Right? Mm -hmm. And he finally, the first person ever, looks at me in the eyes and goes, do you still have that number? My heart dropped. I'm like, how the fuck did I never think of this? Yeah. I race home, sign into my old iCloud, type G-O-D-S, enter. God's plan comes up with the number. Send it to him. It's still blue. He goes, give me a day. He looks into it. I know the exact guy. I know the exact guy. Right. We go on to his Instagram. This random number said God's plan. We go on his Instagram, go to his first picture ever uploaded, Guess who he has his arm around in the picture? Drake. Ooh. Drake. Yeah. Next picture, Drake and his dad. Next picture, him in the weekend. We learned everything about the guy. I know the thing, but I also learned that the guy isn't the the most trustworthy in the industry and doesn't have the best rep in the industry. But I finally got closure to understand my story. So yeah, it just oh, yeah. makes sense to me now. There's a lot of people that say I'll make sure that happens, but they don't actually yeah. have the. Yeah. But and that's kind of yeah. I guess what happened there. Wow. Um, yeah, dude. You, sir, thanks for coming on the podcast, bro. Yeah, this has you. been incredible. Bro, see, here, here's the thing with me coming on podcast. Like, I don't know how that was probably your longest podcast. No, ever. How, how long has it been? Hour 10? That that's definitely a long <laughs> yeah. side, but yeah. Yeah, but it was, uh, I, I thought it, I, I was very interested, like the entire. We uh, didn't even get into 1% of what we could have began talking yeah, about. True. Mm -hmm. That's why I think what I need to do is just start a podcast called like the bullshit podcast and literally sit down and just talk for hours. Mm -hmm. But I need a group of people to talk about, not even as guests like, yo, you want to come on whenever. Like I've been on so many podcasts and once I get done telling the Drake story mm -hmm. and once I get done talking about yeah. this and that and it's over, I'm like, well, fuck, we yeah. didn't get to, we didn't really get to the root of anything. Yeah. But to anybody that listened, Wait, real quick. What is what is something that you wish people brought up on, on podcasts that yeah. that is deeper than the, the stuff that everyone knows about, like the Drake story? There's all so that. much stuff. Like, like let's really talk about Vitaly, mental health. And yeah. Let's talk about um, uh, <laughs> like what what I wanted to say earlier. <laughs> yeah. um, there, there, there isn't, oh, there isn't, yes, there isn't a, there, there isn't a single reality in life. Like people always be like, okay, that's what you think, but think realistic. There's not because we all have our own realities in our mind. Yeah. So there is no actual reality of life because everybody has their own interpretation and their own minds as mm -hmm. to what life is, whatever. I mean, whatever, like philosophical stuff. Like we could have lit up. We could have, I could have hit my PMP. We could have got yeah, high. Yeah. We could have started talking. We could have, I just need to do that. Yeah. Like y'all, if y'all were undressing me right now, if we wanted a date, you didn't even take off my shirt. I, I didn't <laughs> yeah. take off my socks. Duh. I took off my shoes. Yeah. I took off my shoes. What if, what if, what if you don't need to get undressed? We didn't even talk about just... girls. Yeah. True. Y'all, yeah. y'all oh, failed, bro. Ah, fuck. Failed, we have to do another bro. episode. <laughs> how, how, how's Summer Rain person? Huh? How's Summer Rain person? In what regards? Just like from Instagram to like real life. Looks? Yeah. She's beautiful. Okay. Good. Have Good. you seen like Good. you can't lie Good. on every on thousands of Instagram posts. Actually, I've never seen her and I want to see her. Well, I'm just saying like if you have thousands of Instagram posts of having a fat juicy ass like it's not like <laughs> just like a you know you're going to slip up on one of them if true. it's not real. True, true. Why do you want to see her? I don't know, I've had the fattest crush on her for a while. 
She was like our first Instagram yeah, model. Yeah, she was like our first Instagram model. I followed her since I was like 12. <laughs> <laughs> but do you want to try with her? Oh, no, her? no, 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 no. Oh, okay, There'd okay, be no okay. way. He yeah. doesn't He doesn't uh, own Lyrical Lemonade. And <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Don't meet your heroes. Yeah. yeah. No, but to what you said, bruh, I will never, ever fall in love with a girl off of Instagram ever again. Oh, well, what were wrong the first time? Huh? What were wrong the first time to kind of make you think? First like time? Holy shit. Or the hundredth oh, time. Oh, 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 are you saying... You only you've never met her in person. You only see her Instagram, and then you fall in love with her, and then and then meet her, and then meet her. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. I, oh. Never. I think that that's an ac- I think that that's a pretty accurate. Don't ever do that. Yeah. I mean, I would. Girls, think- males too. Fuck males, but same thing. Like fuck no. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd be fall in love after you meet them in person. Yeah. yeah like especially so. Sense. I'm big on Hinge. Um, oh, I yeah, love yeah. the dating site Hinge. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, this is not a promo. Sorry, guys, if you guys don't allow. Use you code the sink on Hinge. Well, you have a code. No, no, no. Imagine. We'll hit him up. I've been on girls' pages, bruh. I would be like, holy shit. Like, this girl's out of my fucking league. How am I pulling this? Like, she's coming over for dinner. And she pulls up for dinner, and I'm like, oh. (laughs) I get it. (laughs) (laughs) Bad. But yeah, yeah so you yeah. create your own story about what they're like from the Instagram post. No, no, no. And I'm it, just saying the the pictures aren't real, bro. Oh, okay. Nobody's pictures are that's real. What was, that's what I was asking about Summer. I was wondering if it's it yeah. Summer, Summer bad. She valid. She's yeah. beautiful. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like I'll use the word beautiful. She's beautiful. Mm-hmm. Seen her in the club the other day. <laughs> Dude, we uh, <laughs> I got a lot of online crushes. Yeah. Notice how you guys tried to end it, and I'm still sitting here talking. No, no it wasn't even that. We came back. It's fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it's I got because see now you got me talking. Oh about no, I, w- I want to do. Uh, actually, I want to do one. Oh thing. yeah, uh, top boxer uh, YouTube what? boxer tier list. We should do models and stuff. Or we can do models. We start talking about girls, and now yeah. you want to talk about top boxer yeah. tier list. Okay, fine. Do fine. We'll do Fuck more. all of them. Okay. What's your What's your top What's your top five most beautiful women in the world? Okay. World. You going too like far? So I'm going. I'm going. I'm going. I'm going. People you've seen with your own eyes. Oh, okay. That people would know. Um, that's yeah, we'll go, we'll world go is too much. We'll go um, celebs. No, we're not even gonna go celebs. Uh, because I don't. I don't. I. I really don't know. I'd have to be on Instagram. Um, but I on Inst- I'm just gonna talk about Instagram girls right now. Mm-hmm. I love Jasmine Ray. Okay. I'm in love with Jasmine Ray. Shot my shot thousands of times on the gram. Okay, I'm following every Miss, single every person. Single you one, say. Jasmine Ray. Okay. Father Kells. I'm sure you guys know yep. Father Kells. You dub. guys probably know her on a personal level. Dub. Uh-huh. What do you mean dub? Oh, she's really, she's really, dubbed really up. attractive. Oh, yeah. oh dub. my God. Big oh, time dub. She's beautiful. Yeah. Father Kells. Um, great, great spectacle. Who else? Who else? Throw me some Who else have I liked recently? Um, well, she's a friend of mine, so I can't say her name. But Do you guys have those girlfriends that you follow? Mm-hmm. And like you watch your stories, but like you're like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like it's like the girl you're friends with. And you're like, yeah. I would, I would. If she like was, if she like texted smash. me, she's like, yeah. hey, come over. I'm like, yup, yup, yeah. Because she's like your actual friend, but then you're like, eh. Uh, that's actually been having a lot here at this house. Very true. We have friends that come over, and then eventually one of one of these guys just starts DMing them, and it gets way too close. Uh, yeah. Well, I don't have. I have a problem with having girlfriends. <laughs> that's the thing. Yeah. But there's a girl. Oh my gosh, she's so bad. Who pulls the most out of you three? Out of us three, it's weird. Um, I'm, I think Kyle, honestly. I like talk. I was at a talk to the most girls. That was my. That was. I my would vote. say he talks yeah. to the most girls. You were my vote. Yeah. I'd say I talk to the most girls. Um, I don't talk to that many girls. Mm-hmm. But, but no, well, you can guess. No, but, but no, no, no but that. but you're really good at closing though. Yeah, you're. Yeah, you're, 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 but I don't talk to that many. Yeah, but you're like a close? much better. You've had the most three ways in the group. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That ass. Yeah. 
I've never had a threesome in my life. Cause, cause do you want to join one? And I have an <laughs> <laughs> Bitch! I will never do a threesome with another guy and a girl. No way. I thought we got the Nilly yeah, show. You've never, no. you've never done it with this <laughs> man. Oh, that is going to be the best I'm fucking generous. clip of all time. Y'all had a threesome? Yes. No. Oh. Mean, co-hosts, they have to get to know each other. No, 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 no. Not, not, not. I'm not. I, I know a lot of guy friends who like they do stuff with girls. Like, I, fuck no. Yeah. Mm. You know what's so funny? What? Like, right now, if I were to say something sus, whoa, bro, pause. No, homo, no, not right? here. Not here but ready. no, I say that to say to every man in the world, bitch, you watch porn. You <laughs> you watch another man's dick on a daily basis. So how like you get it? Yeah. Like, yeah, no, I, I, I'm a yeah. I know how exactly. Do, what you how, mean. how do we as males not realize that when we're watching porn, we're staring it's at because other men males are dicks. men are not very like men are not very smart. Yeah, like mm. they like 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 guys are kind of dumb. Yeah, and you're in the mindset of oh maybe I'm like I'm hooking up with the chick in the video. I'm so big, you put yourself in that mental frame. You're still girls. staring at another dick. Yeah, and sometimes asshole too. So you know what you're gonna do? Kind of oh that a pickle there. But so so for like the three way question though, I would. I would have a three-way oh, with another guy involved. It depends on how how hot the girl is. Like it depends on how unobtainable the girl seems. Like Kylie Jenner. Like you, you have the opportunity to have a, a three-way with Kylie Jenner, but it has to be with another dude. Are you taking like, that? Are you taking that? What? Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. here's okay. And for example, it. let's say it's you. Yeah. Let's say Kylie came and she said it's either both of you. If she said if it's either both of you or none of you, I'd say none of me is fine. But what? if she said it's either both of you or if you don't do it, it's only him, I'm going to have to s- sit with myself for a couple of minutes and think about this. So you're not okay mm. if another guy gets solo, like, but like you need homie. To, it's like yeah. you and your homies. So say it's like me and one of the homies and it's like you and Keem going, going running. Yeah, Kylie comes up to you and Keem and goes, yeah. okay, it's yo, either both of you and guys, or just yo. killer Keemstar <laughs> and I'm coming. Give me a number of 10 million to 100 million. Okay. Okay. Give me a number. Uh, uh, thirty million. You give me thirty million dollars to have a threesome with Keemstar? Fuck no. <laughs> no. No. Uh, Hell no. You don't want to feel his beard? <laughs> oh my god! Like e- even just like imagining the act, and then I look up and I'm staring at that beard. What if you guys are? Bruh. What if you guys are holding each other's hands? Exactly. Above her. Yeah, I feel tower this shit. Hell no. Nah. Oh my god. So. <laughs> so me and you have different perspectives then because if I if I get a text from Kylie Jenner saying, Hey, I'm coming over, mm-hmm. we're having a threesome, but Keemstar's coming, I'm like, Oh, yep. Uh, yeah. I mean I'm kinda down. Because well, I yeah. just don't even you know, I, I there's no sexual thing. It, right, if the dude gets sexual with me, then I'm like, all right, I'm out. I'm done. I'm leaving. Yeah. We're, yeah. we're out. We're 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 gone. We're yeah, running. He's home. got three chances. <laughs> if the eye con if you make eye contact, I'm walking out that nah, fucking door. Nah, and I, I am I well, not I ain't even a, uh, like, <laughs> I, I have a really big couch. It's a cloud couch. It's a three by three. Okay. Okay. And one time my friend was sleeping on it and then there was two girls. I, I did stuff on the side while he oh. was asleep. Oh, that's oh. Yeah. And there was a time he came around the corner and then peeked out and there was stuff happening. But like, that's the furthest I've gone. But when it comes to intimacy, I'm way too protected. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I but you that. said something interesting. You said if, if Kylie Jenner said it's either both of you or me and him, you would have to think for a second. What, what's the thing that's making you think like, oh, he's getting it solo. I might need to be involved in that. It's just the ma- the male ego. Yeah, me being yeah. like, fuck, he's going to tell me a story of what happened with Kylie after, but then is the juice worth the squeeze? Do I want to have to oh. be with Kylie as I stare into your eyes? Like, no, I don't want that. 
Yeah, like, I'm probably valid. still saying no. That's valid. Yeah. yeah. I also saw this thing <clears throat> um, the other day that sometimes more attractive people are not as enjoyable to be having sex with because yeah, they because you get held to a like you know you hold yourself to a standard. Well, because every girl's watched Fifty Shades of Grey and they're like, oh my fuck. Treat like that, but nah, I don't think that's how the majority of girls want. <laughs> that's, that's you seen think. Fifty Shades of Grey? It gets pretty raunchy, <laughs> pretty violent, man. Yep, I th- I think people just put too much standard on the better looking person. Like, mm-hmm. oh, their sex is probably bomb. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, it's it's the same shit. Mm-hmm. Nah. Yeah. depending on. But there's some shit that you walk away from, and you're like, yeah, that was sick. And then there's other stuff where it's like, yeah, it was fun, but it wasn't. Yeah, it was like going to like a. County Fair or Disneyland? See, this is funny because I'm talking to a bunch of 20 year olds. <laughs> I gotta realize, I gotta, and when people read about my addiction, they'll be like, oh, he knows it. I got 11 years' experience in this shit. So I, the, yeah. my spectrum is. Yeah, you have a lot more experience than unless, we Unless, I don't know, you seem like, Todd, you've been having sex since you were, what, 13? No. <laughs> yeah. Freshman high school. Eighth yes. grade. Yeah. Freshman, no, high yeah, freshman high school. He had a girlfriend for most of high school that we were really close with. That sucks. Yeah, we got really close. Uh, with, yeah. It was like it was like fun. <laughs> That's like a goddamn lie. <laughs> it's a really big goddamn lie. <laughs> you know who you remind me of? Jimmy Tatro. Ooh, oh wow, that's, that's a, new. Wow, that's that, the first time someone's that's, not said Cody Ko. That's a that's a huge compliment, though, because nah, I, I really yeah. like Jimmy Tatro. Yeah, he's um, a legend. I, like when I grew yeah, up, yeah. he was the legend. He oh yeah, no yeah. all his Jimmy all his Tatro's skits. A legend. He's like producing now, like oh, yeah. huge shows. He's yeah. he's fucking done it. That's a huge compliment, though. Thank you. <laughs> I'm, yeah, I'm a, I, yeah, I watch a lot. Who of does he stuff. remind you of? Not a soul. No? Let's go. Not that's good. Do I remind you of anyone? If you want me to be racist, I'll do something to be funny. But no, I'm not racist, so no, nobody. Oh, were you gonna say Russell from Up? I was not. Would that even be racist? Is he? What is Russell from Up? I, uh, I he's definitely what, some. He's definitely like half. He's half Asian, something. Half Asian, I think. Do I remind you of anybody? No. It's just because we grew uh, up seeing you, so it's kind of like. You yeah, remind, you remind me of the. Of you remind me of those dude that, that used to do pranks on. Yeah, fake, yeah. No, fake, you, fake, 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 you, you don't know how many people come up to me and they're like, "Bro, you look exactly like Fuzzy." <laughs> no, they go, "You're from Jersey Shore." Oh, oh. Yeah. Paulie D? Huh? Paulie D? I get well. He has. Yeah, I, yeah. I get. I get it a lot. Like there yeah, was yeah. recently a dude in a West Virginia bar. He came up to me. He said, "Yo, are you Vinny?" And he showed me a picture. I said, "Yeah." He gave <laughs> me a massive hug. Uh, Anyways, y'all, y'all gotta invite me back. Yeah, yeah. yeah. if they say never have him back, because I gotta no, go catch a won't. dinner right now. Yeah, let's do it. That was really fun. We gotta, we gotta talk about real shit. We Thanks gotta share so list of girls. Real quick, shout out where you want people to like follow you, check check anything out. Working they buy the book. I don't know if you want to say where you can buy the book, but all right, we'll see you guys next time. Peace out, guys. If it's worth Woo! it. Find it. Yeah.